So today on the show on Truth in Texas Banking, I'm so proud to have Cheryl Action Jackson. Cheryl is a woman of action. She has struggled from experiencing hunger, providing more than 17 million meals to children and families through her award-winning organization, Minnie's Food Pantry. Cheryl started Minnie's Food Pantry in recognition of her mother's love and the love of food and giving back to others that everyone deserves a good meal. Cheryl has appeared on The Ellen Show, Oprah Winfrey. She was awarded a Hometown Hero Award by singer Rihanna. She has been recognized and featured nationally in Essence Magazine, ABC News, NBC, The Talk, OprahWinfrey.com, TBN, and The Steve Harvey Show. Please join me in welcoming Cheryl Jackson. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure finally getting to put a face with a name. I've heard so much about you. Oh, wow. If you've heard something about me, it was probably from Bill Colley. Is that correct? It is. And you know what? I think you have a number one fan. I think so, too. I'm so blessed to have him in my life as a as a supporter of Minnie's Food Pantry. He's done so many things. We're in our new building today because of Bill Colley. And uh, Minnie's has grown because of the great supporters of our community. But, you know, some of them sparkle just a little bit brighter. And and, and Bill has a huge sparkle um, in our family. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to have to use a little brighter sparkle. I have to use that sometime. That's great. Well, listen, I I do want to I want to talk about Minnie's Pantry in general. First, how you guys started and why you started Mm -hmm. it, because our show is about just people with a purpose, ordinary people who found a purpose in their life and started something that got bigger. So tell us a little bit more about how you started Minnie's Pantry and why. I started Minnie's Food Pantry because there was a place in my life where I had two kids and uh, my husband and I were both working five jobs collectively and we couldn't make ends meet. Um, And so I just said, you know, my father was a pastor and my father, when he married us, he told my husband, if you can't take care of my daughter, bring her back. My husband remembered those words. So he said, you can't tell your dad you don't have food. And I said, well, okay, what can I do? And so I said, well, let me just go apply for food stamps. And it was literally the most horrific experience ever. I remember going in the room and babies crying. Um, People went women crying and it just, it, it was terrible, but I just knew that I had to go through it because I needed a meal. And um, I got declined. I made $8 more than what the government would allow. And so they handed me this bag and they said, well, you can take this. And I took that bag home, that brown paper bag. And when I opened it up, everything in the bag was expired. And I just remember crying and saying, I still can't make a meal for my family. And that's all I wanted. Nobody knew it because I would smile in public and I would strategically go to people's homes that I knew loved us and go during their meal time so that I knew they would at least feed my own family. Life got better for us a little bit. I started working for Emmett Smith. I started doing the red carpet for Entertainment Tonight. I interviewed uh-huh. at the Oscars and um, and then my dad died suddenly. And when my dad died, I went into a three-year depression. I lived across the street from my parents and my mother came over and said, you're going to die if you don't get up. I got down to, I think, like 106 pounds. Wow. She said, if you don't get up, you're going to die. And I said, well, you're all I have left and I just want the world to know your name. Her name was Minnie. We, um, I I said, I'm going to start. I said, what can I do? And that little whisper said, well, feed people, treat them how you wanted to be treated. Uh So I I remember growing up with seven kids in the family. My mother would always sing and we would always sing. (laughs) Yes. 
you know, I just thought, what could life be like if a person who needed a meal could come into a place and there was music playing that they were celebrating the person saying it's okay not to be okay. And my mother always hugged everybody. So because of COVID, we can't do it. But I was like, and what would it be like if they walked in and someone was at the door with their arms stretched open wide saying it's okay once again? And what would it be like if they received the type of meal that I wanted? And most importantly, um, I rolled out a red carpet because I remember working the red carpet and people crazy with celebrities. And I said, what would it be like if a person who walks in with their head down saw a red carpet had been rolled out for them in their time of need? And they pull up their head and a lot of people go, what is this? Is this for me? And so that's what we created. I started with two cans of corn and I had Uh the first and last month's rent. And I just, it was just a leap of faith. I just knew that I wanted to feed people. And there were so many people probably in the world, just like me, who just something happened in their life and whatever happened, they couldn't make a meal and everybody deserves a meal. Oh, isn't that the truth? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, you know, and that's the beauty of it is that when I do interviews, I pray every time that people get and understand why I do what I do. I don't come to work. This isn't work for me. This is in my blood. It's in my soul. It is me saying that when I read a letter that says I wanted to commit suicide, but I came to Minnie's and because of how kind the people were, I decided to stay another day. I don't understand um, the pressure that's on any individual, especially if you have children, to have a meal, a decent meal at that, and then to be treated with dignity and integrity. And so it is our job at Minis. Um, even today, we have 87 volunteers. This is our first big reopening. And um, when I tell you we're singing and we're dancing <laughs> and they're laughing and they're crying, just like what you're doing, that is the place and space that we have for that, where we take people and we say, step out of whatever you're going through and think uh-huh. about what this individual who didn't want to come here today had to come here for. And then you be that smile, you be that hope and you be that joy. And so um, when people cry, I always say you get it because a lot of people just don't get it. But those that get it, they, <laughs> we connect and we keep mm-hmm. going. And that's what's made many so special because of people like you that's getting it. After you know, I've interviewed Bill Cauley was a big supporter and left talk with Bill as well. And one of the things you said earlier that I think makes difference and difference that not only your passion for that, but the dignity that you give to people who, to your point, just want a meal and don't want to feel embarrassed and they're doing doing what they can and everyone, no one deserves to be hungry and no one, no matter what's happened, right? in people their life. People don't understand when I say they deserve something better. You know what I mean? Dang, aren't they happy? I mean, give them this. And you know what? When I first started, people thought I was really crazy because they would give me expired canned goods. I literally asked God not to let me forget the feeling that I had so right. that nobody else would have that feeling. And so when they would give me expired canned goods or dented cans, I would tell people, please close your eyes for just a moment. I said, now um, open them up and pretend like I am the person you love the most in this world would this be the meal that you want me to give to them? Because they could come see me tomorrow and you just don't know about it. And people start going, oh, I get it. And they would go back to the store and they would buy healthy fruits, snacks right. and stuff for kids. And it just changed the way that they saw it. Because a lot of people are like, well, they should just be grateful. They should just be grateful. And right. yeah, I right. was grateful for the meal, but I'm like, but I deserved better. And everybody deserves better. And that's what Minnie's created, a better way to serve people. Well, I, I love the way you put that, that everyone deserves better, no matter what their circumstances are. And if that's that one thing that you can do, I love the red carpet idea. I love that the music's playing, that this is not a place of hanging your head. This is a place to come and say thank you and be, and, and I want to use the word proud because no one's, I guess no one's proud to always receive the that 
that gift, but it is a gift. Mm-hmm. And we want them to be, it's a gift to be able to give it. It's a gift mm-hmm. to get to receive it. So what's your nicest gift you give someone, right? Yeah, so thank yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. So I think that's amazing that you do that. One of the things I saw in one of your interviews is that you expanded to Houston. Do you have more plans to open more locations? Yes, I do. Actually, um, the day that my mother died, she died so suddenly. I just talked to her about building a minis in Dallas where we grew Mm -hmm. up. And so she said, I got to go. And I said, okay. I said, I said, well, no problem, mom. I said, I'm going to build that building. She, she called her sister and said, give, give Cheryl your portion of the house. And so I said, I'm going to build a minis right where we grew up because charity begins at home. And so I hung up, went into a meeting. And when I turned my phone over, they called, they told me my mother had had a heart attack. And so those were the last words that I said to her. So I went to Dallas and got my mom's house, but then I bought the land across the street because my my mom's house was residential. And so I call it the promised land. Um, and I am going to build a building on the promised land from the last conversation that I had for my mother. And I'm so, so excited about it. So excited. Yeah, I'm delighted. It's it's going to be um, it's going to be life changing for the people in Dallas. Um, they don't have access to any healthy meals, no grocery stores in the area. And so we're going to build there. We're going to build a bigger yeah. building and they deserve it. And I can't wait. And it's so funny because I put my mom's photo up there and they're like, I knew her. I knew Miss Helen who was my grandmother. And so Aww. Bill Colley and partners, they are helping us. They're putting the plans together. They've gotten the designer team for me and he's been pushing this forward. And so this year we should be breaking ground. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, we have a really, we just invested some money to help the behind every door, the Cedar Crest building out down in uh, Southeast Dallas. We're going to be heavily involved with that. And when we went to visit, one of the things we saw is that it's a grocery store desert uh, yeah, down is. there. There's not, you know, there's not a bank and there's not a grocery store store or anything. And we helped open a bank down there as well, a small branch to help people with you know, financial assistance. And, and I told Will, I was talking to him about it. I said, you know, well, we need to make, we need a grocery store down here that, you know, people can shop. You're not having to go to the convenience store to, to yep. get their, their exactly. food and things right. like that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that you're doing that. So it, for you though, it was more about fulfilling being across where the neighborhood could come feel like they had a place to go as well. They didn't have to go somewhere to go get yeah. food. Well, yeah. it's going back home. We were we were born on Prosperity Street, but nobody's rich on Prosperity Street. We're rich mm-hmm. in love. Nobody has money. So for me, it was going back home and making sure that those that look like me have access to a healthy meal. And um, I love that healthy meal that we t- teach them as well. So we've got a lot of things planned in Dallas. I'm so excited for you. I want to talk a little bit. I think I heard that you're writing a second book. Is that correct? I am writing a second book. I did a, a signed a book deal with Jan- Miller Dupree and. Uh-huh. The story, just basically the story of minis and where we've come from and just how to live and how to believe and how to have take a leap of faith and see where it takes you to. Well, let me ask you a question because you said that and I want to ask, did you ever find that you were losing your faith? How, how do you keep your faith going? You know what? God sends people my way to keep my faith going on some days because my mother died. I literally had uh, crafted the speech that I was going to close down Minnie's food pantry. And my only sister came in and she said, yes, you started it and you named it after mom, but this is a God thing. There's a lot of people here that need what you're doing. And so you can't close it. And then I just was in my PJs and I was crying. And I said, God, if I'm supposed to keep this going, I'd been in a fetal position for over 90 days, just in a sure depression. I said, give me a sign, show me. And I looked down at my phone and literally I had a text from Oprah Winfrey saying, I didn't know your mom died. I'm donating a hundred thousand dollars in her name and in her memory memory. And I just started crying. I was like, well, I guess that's a good enough sign. I called my husband. I was like, I'm going to get dressed and go to the pantry. I think I'm going to be okay for today. And it, 
every time I had those feelings, uh-huh. somebody in my world or even people that I didn't know would call and do something or say something that would let me know that this is what you're supposed to do. And I just I think, I think it's good, though, because I think it's in, interesting when you're saying that, because I think people think that people do things like what you're doing. They don't have a bad day. That they, yeah, you know, they just do we this, don't. right? Yeah, you're not allowed to right while we're doing it you're absolutely right you're absolutely (laughs) right it's like you know even today we have 87 volunteers so i came out that's why i don't have a voice i've been running around just cheerleading for them we're having competitions of making boxes and stuff the music's going i'm dancing we have former dallas cowboy everson walsh here he's presenting a check to minis and it's just it's just love and i i have to be on 10 every single day because yesterday the people didn't feel what they're going to see today so it's just like okay tomorrow's a grand brand new set of people who's heard about minis and like we want to get here we want to experience it and so the experience has to stay the same but the beautiful part is that it's in our heart it's in our yeah. souls so it's not something that we have to conjure up it's it's right. our lifestyle right but, so but you yeah. but you are on stage and something you know you've you've done this with the red carpet you understand that this is the first time someone's seeing you and you yes. want that same experience for that opening night for everyone yeah. every day yeah. right I, that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly. I want them to go back and the and I want them to say, well, our our day was better than your day. And so yeah. every day we go, how do we get better? How do we get? Uh-huh. What's the next best move for us? And yeah. our team is just we're just on fire. These girls are on fire. The guys are on fire, and we just <laughs> we dance, we sing, and we're like, who's gonna be the most hyper? And they're like, what did you drink this morning? I was like, I had Dr Pepper. Don't <laughs> give me a Dr Pepper because it's over. <laughs> well, I'll bring you a Route Forty Four Dr Pepper next time I yeah, see you. <laughs> People in hunger, a bag of expired or unhealthy food is their only option. But Minnie's is changing that. Minnie's Food Pantry provides healthy meals, educational resources, and the red carpet treatment to people in Texas, New York, and Pennsylvania. With over 40,000 volunteers, Minnie's is the voice for the hungry. Their goal is to help families gain long-term food security and provide people with healthy food options. Welcome back to the show. I'm here with Cheryl Jackson. Prepare to be inspired. Well, um, let me ask you, what legacy do you want to leave behind from Minnie's Pantry as as you go? The legacy I want to leave is that I was here. Basically, Mm -hmm. Um, the reason I started Minnie's Food Pantry was because my father was here. I loved him so much. He and my mother both taught me. They gave me such great giving foundations. Giving is like the fabric of our family. And so um, when my mother, when my father died, I wanted the world to know that my mother was there. And the reason why they know it is because of what she taught me. And so my job is to teach as many people as I can the love, the language that my mother taught me that makes this world a better place. And so if I were to die tomorrow and people said I'm met her, I want people to say, man, she was a giver, man, she helped everybody that she saw, you know, and that she knew no stranger. And I think if I can pour some of that out of my cup into somebody else's while I'm gone, then it keeps going. It's going right now because my mother poured it into me. So that's my job is to leave that legacy of love and laughter and the language of we should all all be willing to help our brother every single day. I think I think the words you use is pour into someone else. It's I think different. that's if we all pour into each other a little bit more and it's stop it. worrying about what happens, we'll all be just a little bit better off. 
Right. Whatever you want in life, give it to somebody else. That's, right. that's simple. Whatever I need, I give it. If I had a hundred dollars and I know I need a thousand, I'm going to give the hundred because that's all I have. And whoever has that thousand, they're going to look down on me and say, hey, this is what I got. Let me give it. I've seen that. The law of reciprocity is amazing. I am yeah. a product of it. Right. I am. So. so I have to ask you one question. Why do they call you Cheryl Action Jackson? Well, I got the name from Jeff Curley, who was a former uh, news anchor. We went to Starbucks and um, he started asking me my story. And then he said, you know what you need? You need a radio show. And when he went to the place to order, by the time he came back, I called three radio stations to set up interviews. And I'm like, I'm going on an interview tomorrow with this radio station. Now, what am I going to tell my show's call? And he's like, that's what I'm talking about. People lack vitamin A. It's action. You're Cheryl Action Jackson. He gave me that probably 15 years ago and it just stuck with me. But it's like, I don't wait for anything. I wait on nothing. I mean, if I get this option to do stuff, my team's like, what are you, you doing? What now? Because if I see it, if I can see it, I can believe it. I can do it. So there's nothing. You see that picture of Oprah behind me? Yeah, like, I see it. Yeah. She's like, you're, you are prime. You are prime example of love made visible because she's like, I just see you in action and it's just love and action, visible love every time I see you in all of your posts. And that's what everybody should be. Oh, I love that. And, you know, we have our uh, our intern with us as well, learning a little bit about how you do podcasts and talking about this. And one of the things I hope she brings back is that go get what you want, but yeah. go get what you want and bring others along with you. Yes, that's it. I mean, it's you know? all pulling people up. That's, I mean, we started here with two cans of corn, 500 square feet. Now we have 28,000 square feet, three buildings here. We're in New York, we're in Pennsylvania, we're in Houston. We're about to build in Dallas and something really big. I can't say anything about it. Yeah, it won't talk. Happen, but, <laughs> but it's going to be really good. Probably by the time you share this podcast, you'll be like, I just interviewed her. And she's doing what? Yeah, it's going to be real good. I'm so yeah. excited. I am so I can't wait. And I hope to. I'm going to be down there dancing with you. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> so last thing I want to talk to you about is how can others get involved and be a part of Minnie's Food Pantry? We update all of our social media all the time. So you can first start at minisfoodpantry.org, M-I-N-N-I-E-S, foodpantry.org. And that has so many different ways from volunteering to donating to whatever you want to do, donating stock. People don't want to come volunteer, but they're like, oh, I got some stock. Well, donate your stock. They have an old car. You know, we've given people who was walking to work a car. So it's just whatever you want to do, there's always something you can do to change somebody's life and make a difference. And so you log on to minisfoodpantry.org or you go to Minnie's Food Pantry on Facebook. Facebook and you see every day are giving back to the community in ways you can be become involved. It's not very difficult at all to make a difference. You gotta lift your fingers sometimes, right? <laughs> well, I gotta tell you, Cheryl, I've gotta tell you, I'm inspired. Thank um, you. And I, I, I'm extremely proud to get to interview you. It's made my day, quite frankly. And I thank you for all that you do for the community. And I hope that if nothing else, if anyone gets anything else to interview, is that you can make a difference. All of us can make a difference. And thank you for loving on those people and loving on us. Thank you. Thank you.